0: Hey, what's up all our How Should I Bro listeners and subscribers? We want to thank you for taking a minute to listen to this episode. If you haven't subscribed to us yet, do us a favor. Hit that subscribe button and you're going to enjoy everything that you hear coming out of my mouth. and my co-host mouth. That's pretty arrogant of me to say, actually. Maybe you'll hate it. Maybe you won't. Go back, listen to the archives, see what you think. But I got a good feeling that if you listen to a few episodes, you're probably going to laugh your ass off. You're going to learn something, and you're going to have a good time, and you're going to hit subscribe. This show is brought to you by a few awesome places. Number one is Show Me Comics. They're the premier independent comic book company in the entire world, galaxy, solar system, universe, country, state, city, You can check them out right now by going to www.showmecomics.com, checking out their 64-page full-color graphic novel, HaFu. And we're also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga and Fitness. They're located in the Gravoi Bluffs area of Fenton, Missouri, and it is where I do all of my personal training sessions. I also host my boot camps there, MMA classes. They do CCW, self-defense, and all kinds of awesome things. You can find us on the web at www.xkm-stl.com. Go there now. Check it out. Look at the pictures. You're going to be impressed. You're going to like what you see. So, in that intro, I mentioned something about co-hosts. Well, I gotta be honest. I actually don't have any co-hosts today. I was uh, I was out on the road this weekend, so I was unable to uh, I was unable to go into our incredible high tech studios at Onyx Edge. So once again, it's just my phone, the recorder, and for the first time ever, it's just me. So I figured I'd try something a little different with this episode. I'd do a little bit of an experiment. It's pretty much just myself rambling on. I don't have any keynotes. I don't have a sheet in front of me telling me where to go. And because I don't have any co-hosts, I don't have producer Tim or Jordan with me to bounce stuff off of. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ramble on here. I'm gonna say what I'm thinking, and if you guys like it, hey, you know what? Shoot me a message, tweet me, let me know. If you thought it sucked then let me know so I won't do one like this ever again. And you can just go back into the archives and listen to one of the funny shows to get what you want. So with that said, I'm going to go ahead and start rambling on. I think the topic that I'm going to hit on today is something that's been floating around in my head for a little while. Um, A couple weeks ago, we, uh, we did an episode where... I had a lot of females chime in. They were asking questions about guys and how we think. And it seemed like a common theme among all of them is, you know, why is it guys are unable to express their emotions? And so I thought, you know what? That's something I'd actually like to to focus on this entire episode. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today is emotions and feelings, which is something that I think pretty much everybody has a problem with you know it's very hard to open yourself up to others i think it takes a unique individual that really has no ego or uh, fear of getting hurt to just let their guard down and show everybody what they're really thinking many times whenever we're sad we're happy we're depressed or we're in love we tend to want to hide that because we're worried about what other people will think now, I can tell you personally. I don't give a fuck what others think, which is why I'm pretty much a blunt, honest, open person. But it took me a very long time to get to this point, to where I didn't give a shit about what people think. Any of you out there that know me personally, like my clients and and any of my friends that are listening to this, uh, you can you can back me up on that. I I don't. I sometimes come across as if I have no boundaries or rules. And uh, I do have them, but I've learned that life is much happier if you just don't give a fuck about what other people are thinking. And that allows you to open yourself up more and express your feelings and emotions. In fact, uh, one of my favorite quotes was from uh, Bruce Lee. He said that, you know, he was talking about art. And this could be applied to martial arts or crafts or skills or whatever. But he said that art reaches its greatest peak when devoid of all self-consciousness. Man discovers freedom the moment he no longer cares about the impact that he is making or that he is about to make. So what I interpret that is, if I am about to say something, I have something I have to get off my chest. If I don't give two shits about what everybody's going to think... And I can say whatever I want. I'm truly free that way. However, if I have something to say and I'm worried about pleasing every fucking person in the room, then I'm probably not going to get my point out because I'm going to alter it so much that it's never going to be exactly what I'm thinking. And that's the only way to be free. So when that comes to emotions, if you're feeling sad, but you're worried that, you know, your one friend is going to look down on you or another one's going to overreact or another one's going to do this It's really hard to bring that feeling out. So you're going to tend to just hold it inside. Same thing whenever it comes to to love. You know, if if there's somebody or something out there that you have strong feelings for, but you're so worried about how that person's going to react if you tell them or show them, there's a good chance that you're going to hold that inside. And so it really comes down to fear. Everybody's so scared to say what they think or feel what they want or express what they want that at the end of the day, they wind up holding on to that shit. And they wind up dying with a much less fulfilled life than what they could have. Of course, the feelings of sadness and anger and depression are easy to talk about because that's the easiest feeling for all of us to display. I think that's why it's so easy to find negative people in life than it is positive ones, is because anger and sadness is actually a very easy one to let out and express. Um, I know from a male standpoint, guys are brought up in a culture that kind of shows that being mad and angry is more of a masculine feeling to have. And it also, it, we're brought up with the very the very uh, false idea that anger is a way of showing power, of showing strength. Which it's really not, but that's why you get so many guys that overreact in situations and act as if they're mad or they lash out in violence and and uh, hatred because it seems such a masculine thing when really it accomplishes jack shit. And I've learned, because I was somebody that was like that at one point in my life, I've learned you get a lot more stuff accomplished and you're more likely to get your way if you approach things in more of a positive mindset. So instead of dwelling too much about anger and hatred, I think the big thing I would like to focus on is positivity. You know, emotions of feeling happy and really love. You know, like just the word love in general. It's amazing because love is one of the emotions that can actually bring out hatred and sadness and everything else. I think it's funny how different cultures interpret love and how you can love something so much that violence and destruction can come from that and while I'm not going to get on a religion debate and I'm not here to tell you you know whether I'm religious or not this isn't an attack on anybody or in particular religion I'm just using it as a very strong way to illustrate this because everybody can understand it but it's amazing to me how some people can love something so much whether it's their faith or or their idea of a deity. They love it so much that they're willing to kill others. That don't have the same love. For what they do. So love can be very powerful. In a negative way. As well as a positive way. Another example I think of is. You know when you look at these. What they call crimes of passion. You know when a person supposedly. Loves another person so much. That they're willing to kill for them. Sometimes because they were hurt by that person. You know, let's say you've got the, the boyfriend or the husband that found out that his significant other was cheating on him. And so he's so filled with rage that he murders the person they were cheating on with. And sometimes they also the murder the person that they supposedly loved because they loved them so much that they had to hurt them. It's fucked up how these feelings work. You know, it makes me think about how, at our core, we're animals. I hate this shit when people talk about, Oh, that's not civilized. You're not acting humane. mean fuck that. We're animals. It's just that we live with all these boundaries and rules set up and we follow all these things over thousands and thousands of years of our culture that make us think that we're not, but we are. Fucking deep down, we are animals. And whenever a few of our boundaries get fucked up or ran over or pushed down, we don't know how to react, so we turn in to the animals. And we will murder, we will hurt people, we will kill gobble them up emotionally because that's what we are at our core, strip away all the shit, strip away all of our rules, all of our morals, all of our religion, we're fucking animals and it's always crazy whenever that happens, it's always funny to see the reaction of others whenever we turn into animals, and so I don't know man sometimes my uh, my views on love have changed a lot as I have gotten older, um And as I've gotten older, I think I've also gotten wiser because I've had a lot of experience with emotions like love and depression and anger. But love in particular, I have to say, as I've gotten older, what I've learned from watching my friends, myself, is that I think love has more to do with trust. I don't think it's necessarily about how much that you like something, it's about trust. And so I had this little thought the other day And I thought about just what is it in my life That I actually truly you know, Could apply that word love to What are the things that I That, that mean the most to me I thought it's kind of unfair because Kind of I think you can love some things uh, I don't know Maybe not necessarily love some things More than another But I think there's a certain amount of love that you can have to different degrees I don't think it's surprised anybody that knows me that my daughter Madeline is probably is probably the biggest thing in my life if if I had to say that there's a certain you know quantity of love that you can give to something she changed my life whenever she was born and uh because of the circumstances around what uh what brought her into the world and what an impact she had on my life. I mean there's a there's a different kind of love that I'm gonna have for Madeline than I do for my my other child, for my own son. And a different kind that I would have for my my significant other than what I have for my parents. It's so different. I think that there's different forms of love. That's why sometimes I think using that word uh sometimes generalizes things I think it can have a little bit of a different meaning even between each person because you can have a different amount for each one and so when I started thinking about the whole trust thing I started to think about like you know the metaphor of, of, of a heart you know whenever you say you give your heart to somebody else I don't think it's so much that you give your entire heart to each person whenever you love them I think you've got little pieces of your heart you know it's kind of like a puzzle a different puzzle shape sizes. You know, like with my daughter obviously my daughter gets the biggest piece of my heart but there's more pieces to it because if you give your entire heart to something that you supposedly love then you have nothing else to give to somebody else and maybe that's the other the other problem is that people think they can only love one thing and when you think that you can only love one thing you get jealous whenever other people love more than just that or just you or whatever So it's kind of a bullshit notion to think that you can only love one thing, that you can only give your entire heart to one thing. That's ridiculous. You can't give your entire heart to one thing because then nothing else is left over to give to anything else. So it's more like pieces. My daughter gets the biggest piece of my heart because of the impact that she's had on my life, what she means to me, how much that she changed me... um, definitely when it comes to my emotions like I get the most emotional over her you know and then my son Eli he obviously gets another very large piece of my heart and his mom she gets a huge piece of my heart but the point is you don't give out the entire thing you give out pieces of it And I guess the more you look at it, it's almost like trust You know, with certain people. You can say, ah, if I'm giving you a piece of my heart, I'm giving you just a little piece of trust right here, and I'm going to give another piece to somebody else and another piece to something else. And maybe I've got a hobby or I've got something that I like to do. Maybe I have a passion in my life that doesn't have to do with any person in particular. It could be a thing, you know, and you give pieces of your heart to that. But the thing about it is whenever you give pieces of your heart away to people you can never get those pieces back you know it's you, you can't take back that experience or that emotion or that feeling that's what's fucked up if you've ever been in a relationship or you've had a person in your life where that meant so much to you that you gave them a little piece of your heart maybe you gave them a big piece of your heart is no matter what you cannot get that piece back once you've given it once you've experienced that emotion or that feeling for that person or thing no matter how bad it goes, no matter how much you might hate them whenever it's over, how how you may never see them or that thing again, you can't get that little fucking piece back that you gave to them. It's going to be a part of them forever. And what they decide to do with it can either be for good or for bad, but you can't get that shit back. And what sucks is every time you give a little piece of your heart, there's a little hole inside of there that you can't ever replace. I don't necessarily think that there's a number of how many pieces of your heart that you can give away. I guess that's up to you as a person and how much that you can feel and open yourself up to. But just remember, if there's somebody that you're giving pieces of your heart away to, you're never going to get that shit back. You can't be like, oh, hey, I had strong feelings for you, and I'll just pretend like it never happened because you can't shut off those parts of your brain. There's probably lots of little pieces of my heart that... You know, if I focus on it, I can get pretty emotional about it. So I try not to dwell on those. But the fact is you can't get them back. And the person that you gave them to is going to keep them forever. And while they may act like it, that they got rid of it or that it didn't mean anything, the truth is they can't. They're always going to have it. Like I said, they can choose to trample on it, put it in their back pocket or wipe their ass with it, but they can't flush it down the toilet and they can't throw it away. So they can either choose to respect that and hold on to that piece Or they can be an asshole about it, but they can never let go of it. So, if I go back to my little equation that love equals trust, that makes me think about another issue that really cracks me up. And that's the people out there that say shit like, you gotta earn my trust. Or, I just don't trust anybody. I've been hurt so many times in the past. It's really hard for me to trust. Trust, 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 trust. You gotta earn my trust. Man, fuck that. If you're going around making everybody follow this weird list and criteria and standards you have to earn your trust, then fuck you, that's going to take forever. I've had a little philosophy on trust, and it goes like this. I don't give a shit who you are if I've never known you. Up front, I'll give you all the trust that I can. It's up to you to either take that trust and fuck it up, or to hold on to it and show me that you deserve to have it. If I give you that trust and you fuck it up, then guess what? I'm probably not going to trust you anymore. And there's a good chance I might even cut you out of my life and not associate with you anymore. But that's my thing with trust. Instead of being some little baby that whines and cries about, I can't trust anybody. I don't want to give him my trust. Fuck it. Give all your trust right up front. And if the person fucks it up or disrespects it, then move on to the next one. It's that easy. It's that easy. Sometimes in our own minds, we just... We just complicate everything We make big deal out of shit And we're living in a fucking world now Where communications Have gotten to the point that people People break things down Like like movie critics There's people out there that can't even enjoy a fucking movie Because they've got a list of you know 100 things That have to be exactly right And if they don't like it Or it's different than how they expected it to be in their mind they don't like it, or this is wrong, or it's not good, it's not bad, it's somewhere in the middle oh, I would like it, except stop being so fucking picky sometimes we just complicate the shit out of life, and make ourselves unhappy, because we just want to take all these rules and boundaries, and throw them up, that you have to do, you have to be within this to have somebody's trust, you have to meet this, to love somebody, you have to feel this, to have this emotion, if not, then you're sad, or you're depressed or you're angry or you're that just stop fucking complicating life just live it give trust up front if the person fucks it up and you don't like it then move on love things don't worry about what degree that it's at just fucking do it god You people piss me off sometimes with how much you complicate things and act like you're unhappy because of it. Fuck you, smile every once in a while, have a little bit of fun, and don't fucking try to take away the fun of others because people like you that suck the fun and the life out of everything are party-pooping son-of-a-bitches that I don't want to be around. God, it pisses me off how much people complicate life. It's amazing how many people out there will go around and look for shit To be offended at. There are people out there. That enjoy being miserable. There are people out there. That love to be depressed. Because it gets them attention. And that's the wrong way of doing it. It takes me back to the beginning of the podcast. When I said that it is fucking easier. To be mad and unhappy. Than it is to be positive. So there's people out there. That they try to get attention. Through being depressed all the time. Through being offended about things. That have jack shit to do with them. So they actually go out. Because their own lives are so easy and they'd probably be happy if they just stopped there. Instead, they love to feel miserable, so they go out in the world and they look for things to be pissed off about, to be offended about. It's ridiculous. Goddamn, people, it is easy to be happy. It's easy to be positive. Stop going around looking for the negative in life. Stop looking for things that are going to piss you off. Stop looking for little things in your relationships or your family or your co-workers to get mad or or to lose trust over, or to get angry about. Sometimes if you, I'm not saying, I'm not saying be naive. I'm not trying to say you should be some jaded person that pretends that there's no negativity in life. Obviously there is, but you don't need to keep as big a shield up about it as all of you do. Like I said, you've got one heart, and you've got pieces of that shit that you can give away. You can't ever get it back. ...but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't fucking not give any of it away. You can't hold on to that whole thing for yourself... ...because if you do, you're pretty fucking selfish... ...and you're going to find out that life isn't nearly as fun or happy as it could be... ...if you just give a little bit of that heart... ...give a little piece of trust out there. The whole world does not to fuck you over. In fact, the majority of it either doesn't care... ...or wants to be happy too. So Sometimes it's that easy. If you smile at somebody, they'll usually smile back. If you say hi to a stranger they usually say hi back and then guess what? They're not a stranger anymore and you're bringing some positivity into the world. That's my job as a personal trainer is I have to build people up. My role isn't to be a drill sergeant or to tell them how fat they are or how horrible they were or do one more because you're so pathetic. It's not. It's the opposite of that. My job is to build people up because that is how I'm going to get somebody to do something. If I bring somebody in and I tell them, look, you've got to lose... 100 pounds and you can't because you're fucking lazy and you missed a few sessions or you fucked up on your diet so you're horrible, then you're going to get them to do anything. But if I'm positive about it and I tell them, no, you can do this, I know it, I've seen you do something before that was extremely awesome, now you can do this. If I pump them up with positivity and build them up, they're going to be able to accomplish so much more than if I use negativity and I try to bring them down. Again, I'd like to remind everybody I'm not working with a script. Or any type of keynotes today. I had no plan coming into this podcast. So everything that I'm saying. Is coming directly off the top of my head. So if I'm kind of weaving in and out. Or jumping from thing to thing. Or I don't seem too focused. That is why it is just me. With my phone. And I'm rambling. And I'm talking about emotions. I'm talking about love. I'm talking about trust. And I'm talking about being happy. That's. That's actually the other thing, man, with with the wrestling, you know. As a pro wrestler, when new guys... You get new fucking kids that come into this business. And they think that their whole job is just learn how to do a bunch of moves. And dress up in fucking tights. Come out to music and act like a fairy. And the veterans are going to tell them straight off the bat. Your job isn't to go out into that ring and do moves. Your job is to evoke some type of emotion out of the audience if you're a good guy you're trying to get them to feel sorry for you trying to get them to feel good excited and live through you if you're a bad guy your job is to make them hate you and feel sorry for your opponent because that's the only way to get the good guy over is if they hate you and they don't like what you're doing and they feel sorry for your opponent that's what you do as a bad guy so that's A big thing for us is learning psychology. We have to learn what does it take to make somebody happy? What does it take to make, you know, a room full of people cheer? What does it take to make a room full of people boo, to hate you, to want to spit at you? It's all about evoking emotion. But if you don't know how to bring that out of yourself, then you're definitely not going to be able to bring that out of somebody else. So what that brings me to is, again, when it comes to love or it comes to sadness, to hate, if you don't know how to feel that shit yourself, then you're definitely not going to be able to bring it out of somebody else. So if you're somebody that wonders why you can't find a fucking partner or you can't find somebody to love you back, it's probably because you don't know how to do that feeling yourself. And until you do, you're sure as fuck not going to know how to bring that out of someone else. So drop your friggin' guard. Stop acting like you can't trust the world. And Smile. All right. Well, I think I've rambled on enough for this podcast. I' uh, Getting ready. i got to go back into work soon, and i got to get this podcast bundled up, put a bow on it, and send it off to producer Tim. Hopefully it doesn't drive him insane, all the pauses and breaks and uh, segments I chopped this up into. And I'm hoping for those of you listening, I didn't confuse you or take you off a path or make you go, God, this guy's a psycho so that's going to be it for today i'm hoping that uh next week we're going to all be back into the studio we'll have a bit more of a cohesive format get back to the way that things were unless you just like this if you liked it then i don't know maybe i'll do a few more this way or maybe i'll produce some extra side episodes so that we get more than one a week but um i don't know let me know what you think remember that uh, on itunes you search how should i bro we're on there you can hit that subscription button Leave us some feedback. Give us a rating because the more stars you give us, the more visible we are to everybody else. If you want to find us online, our, our internet home on the web is www.howshouldibro.com. We're also on Twitter at How Should I Bro. I'm on Twitter as at AdamRawSTL. Or if you need a little more of my professional side, I'm at Sam underscore the underscore trainer. You can find me on Instagram and follow the 30-day team Sam hashtag at AdamRawSTL. I'm also on Snapchat and Periscope. And guess what my name is on that? You betcha, at Adam Raw STL. So that's going to be it for today's episode. Everybody out there, hope you're all smiling. Hope you're a little more positive for the day. Because if you do, I betcha that you're going to wind up feeling just a little bit better. That's it for the show. And I'll catch you all later, bitches!